Hey, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from, as well as the other Patreon-exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash rap rankings. And please, if possible, consider giving us five stars on whichever podcast platform you're listening on to help us continue our journey as hip-hop's first and premier extreme podcast. Track five, second round knockout, or KO, uh, featuring Mike Tyson, my main man, uh, produced by Jerry Wanda and Wyclef John. Um, seven plus. Six plus. Wow. Now, this is one of the songs that people were actually hyped up for, apparently. We were asking Jesse earlier what the vibe was at the time. And he was yeah, saying people yeah. like this, even if, you know, my experience with this record is people on internet message boards, once again, like making cannabis the butt of the joke and the eat your ass line just being highlighted, you know, as one of hip hop's all time unintentionally gay bars. Now, <laughs> where do I start? I mean, first of all, Hello, YouTube. Oh, we on the tube? We're on the fucking tube, as it it turns out. We're on your podcast feeds as well. Hello, freeloaders. (laughs) Yeah, non-patrons, welcome. All right? You get get a free taste of this nigga's ass, okay? (laughs) Or our asses. A free taste of our asses, all right? Because I have a substantial amount of context and archival audio to go through here but let's just start off with the kind of nuts and bolts of it all we have this boxing match motif mike tyson the mike tyson opens up the track before the beat even drops and he's giving advice kind of as a corner man during the chorus portions of the beat he's all in on here this is not Uh a small cameo and i have to say up top, Mike telling him he doesn't know him that well. He didn't know him well enough to defend him. Very funny. <laughs> one of the yeah. one of the highlights of the whole song for me before the beat even drops. And I like the beat, but why the six plus? Number one. Well, we know why. LL sent you. You're an agent. Okay. I'm not an agent. Okay. What do you mean I'm an agent? What does that mean? <laughs> LL, LL paid you me? off. He whipped, he's licked his lips and he slid you some money under the table and now you're here to bury the record. Poor Look, cannabis I, has already been buried. You talked about the message boards and everything. Like, hasn't he had enough, pal? Look, they, right. they, they said, okay, these fucking idiots in the Bronx, the bridge is over, <laughs> the bridge is over. All right? You spoke too soon, buddy. Okay? Oh, so man. let's get into it. Number All one, right. the ridiculousness of the basis Behind the entire beef, which we're going to get into. Which ties into my second point. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I'm saying from both of them, I never bought into this beef. I always thought it was very funny, but not (laughs) something to be taken seriously. Well, I feel like knowing that Cannabis is very much a rap nerd and a mark for not only rap, but LL, maybe his heart even wasn't even all the way in it. Which, right. like, you, you kind of feel on, like, a, you know, a very, you know, uh, intangible level, like a, like a sub subconscious level. It's like he didn't want to have to do this to his to his idol, you know? 
So but, my second reason is, which ties into my first reason, some of the weirdo grievances that get brought up on here, like LL claiming he's sober, but Candace, <laughs> quote, knowing someone he smoked weed with recently. Bro, one of the funniest moments on the song. I studied your background, read the book that you wrote, researched your footnotes about how you used to sniff coke, fronting like a drug-free role model. You disgust me. I know bitches that seen you smoke weed recently. <laughs> Okay, so and like what? Very funny. Fucking then hilarious. of course, you know, number three, the more ill-advised and sus bars that I personally think are pretty funny. I'm not mad. I at think them, you and the rest of hip hop. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, do you not include yourself amongst the rest of hip hop? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, that everybody seems to find them funny, but, but, but I do include myself. Yeah, I agree with the rest of hip hop. But what's funny to me is I would discover through finally like really listening this song for the show, this song is full of shit. Aside from the famous line, oh, absolutely, full of such shit. Just that you know? one line though <laughs> is the one that they chose to focus on. There's other ones throughout this record. I I enjoy them on some level, but we have to think tactically. This is not something in the context of a rap battle, in especially the '90s, that you really want in your diss record because it's yeah gonna you get can't afford apart. that you it's you gonna can't. get clowned and essentially like memed in the early sense of what that means, you know. Uh, now, I mean, here's the thing though, because you mentioned there's, the message there's moments that get highlighted on this song that have been repeated in a positive sense. The greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. I've heard that line sampled. I've heard it said by other rappers, you know, like there's enduring things from this record. Don't get me wrong, but there's enough in there for you to poke holes through it and say, okay, he lost. Well, I just wonder because I feel like apparently people liked it when it came out. They thought it was like, it was vicious, always going to LL. But I feel like, you know, as cannabis's career sort of faded away, the narrative changed in time to where now it's like a joke. Because I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. But like... Well, I'll, I'll go through the history of all of this. Let's just get into the samples here. Because there's two samples here in the record. The first one is Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. That's oh, right. fucking Mozo. Okay, we know about him. He died. He's old. Yeah, uh, but so he's a famous is, uh, man. In Troy. You've heard of Detroit. Well, this is in Troy. <laughs> That music from Introit was happy and believed in love. You know, that whole Ebert drop. All right, here we go. Introit Requiem. this one yeah yeah big introit guy as a matter of fact yeah. i've heard for a second there i was pay-per-view packages Kane yeah yeah or some shit right <laughs> yeah i feel like i've heard it in like advertisements commercials it's in movies for sure 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was worried for a second. You know, it was, it, I guess it's just you know it was a lot of dynamic range back then, but it was very quiet. See, a nigga like me would have been in the crowd talking about turn it up. <laughs> okay, y'all y'all needed amplifiers back then in them classico days. All right. Most but, uh, yeah, like, yo, shut, what, do you have the audio of Kanye telling Chance shut the fuck up, sit down, <laughs> listen to the music? I don't. But you know, with the echo on yeah, sit <laughs> sit your ass down and listen to the album. Sit your ass down and listen to the symphony. Okay. Yeah. Great composition though. Shout out to Mozart. It's a good one. Yeah, Mozart uh, snap, man. That guy that guy was really on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that guy mozart was really on some shit um mozart yeah, well, i'll give uh, you a free rating pal okay eight plus on introit wow okay nice nice uh um I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go fuck it seven plus all right seven plus oh well Dep- depends on how it's utilized i guess you know hello you're back yeah i'm back Oh, you dropped out for a second. I think that was Mozart from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> he wanted that 10. I gave him an 8 plus. He wanted it. He thinks he, listen, you, he's been Beyond the Grave sitting on his, like, you know, fucking uh, afterlife chair hearing all his praise. And then Mules comes with his 8. And he's like, oh, fuck off. Gay cock and off and yam. I'm a, I'm a 10. 8 plus. <laughs> you know? I really like it. <laughs> You're telling me back in the day. If I if I saw Mozart, he was leaving the show, and I was like, "Yo, amazing show!" That fucking Introit, I really liked it. You think he'd smack me across the face? With well, no, because he hadn't got his head inflated yet. It was after he died that people started talking like he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. At the time, he was like, "Yo, yo, you a real soulful dude. Thank you. You know, thanks for the eight. He would have went home happy, like, "Wow, this guy really likes me." But you know. Honey, I got an eight. That's nice, Wolfgang. When are you going to start making some real money? All right. Enough of this Introit shit. All right. Where's the drums? <laughs> no. Bitch, yeah. I sold out the concert hall today. <laughs> he called her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that Hebrew uh, fellow gave me an eight. That... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when are you going to make money? Oh man, yeah. Listen, they of course had one of them domestic disagreements, and hey, I'm just gonna say this. I don't know if it's true. Mozart was probably one of them abusers. We know about them torture geniuses. Oh man, he, Mozart. He told her we hardly he told her you're fucking canceled now, dude. I, I'm canceling him. We know about him. Well, we can cancel him from Beyond the Grave. Didn't they do that to uh, who was that? They did John Wayne or something. Is somebody John recently? Wayne? They was. I need yeah, help. Yeah. That's what John Wayne was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from beyond the grave. They brought up, up some of them old commos, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened was he was chilling and he caught wind of what they were saying. All right, and John Wayne you know, leaned over to Mozart and said, I need help. You know? And we know back in the day, Mozart was arguing. He threw his, uh, what was he, what's the instrument? You play violin? So he threw it across yeah. the room and he told her, you, this gun gonna go off in a motherfucking minute. Okay. And, you know, listen, these geniuses, we know about them. They can't be trusted. All right. But uh, good record, though. Good record. Uh, no, it's good. It's good. Really like it. Um, 
It's uh, yeah, listen. It's it's that you know, it's that music. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's pissed in the afterlife. You hit him with that, you know, that damn it's a tree, no forest. You know, you told him it's a it's a tree house and he got mad. So fuck him. All right. The the signal's back though. He can't stop us. We gotta do this review. Uh what else we got? We got another sample before we get into more of the beef of it all. So mm-hmm. this is the Mad Lads. I feel like we played them yeah, pretty recently. Okay. Uh, the Mad Lads. Uh, gone. The Promises of Yesterday. Oh, ain't that the truth? Uh, what a title. It's a new world. Yeah, great title. All right. I've seen the world die. It's not what it once was. But I'm preemptively uh, going to put my ones in the air. And if it's not, you know... <laughs> suitable I'll immediately retract and slowly lower it down and hope no one saw it okay uh yeah this is the song by the mad lads here we go Yeah, no, that was a ones in the air. That was a ones in that the air. That was a ones in the air. I recognize the sample from that Capadano, that 9-7 mentality. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we played that okay. on the Capadonna episode, I believe, or maybe the episode after. I can't remember. That melody in that song was reminding me of that damn Mad World. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Ones in the air. So, all right. All right. Back, back to the beef, right? Okay. So this record comes out, which causes LL to drop the Ripper Strikes Back. This is where they say he won. So they like this record okay. in the moment. You know, the internet hip hop message board people some years later, you know, were maybe doing a little revisionism because at the time, as Jesse told us, people were into the record. It's that the Ripper Strikes Back record is what really sealed the deal. And people were saying, nah, LL, LL is the one. So let's hear some of the Ripper Strikes Back because there's more to this after the Ripper Strikes Back. All right. We're just going to have some fun with some hip-hop. <laughs> A little hip-hop. That's all. Just relax. Hold on to your seat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this is the tunnel banger, too. By the middle of March, when the pregnancy starts and your latest presenter, that means L just entered. Duck takes a little bitch, you ask for frontin'. Your four left crackhead ass ain't hurtin' nothing. Nigga, you want the fame, now you famous overnight. Famous for getting fucked by a stick of dynamite. You weak nigga, you about to die up in your sleep. The overlord of rap will never meet your feet. Pain or agony, I don't touch them souls. Epileptic lyrical methods is my throne Blast your 50 pound ass and make it float You read it, shook nigga, I wrote the book, nigga Held down my ground for a decade and a half Now I'm about to give your grimy ass a bloodbath Talk about being broke, nigga, I'm 
everything you wanna be. Handsome young plus legendary. Talk about Farrakhan, nigga. You better call Jesse Jackson for some affirmative action. Who can I bust? Hey man, it was sounding kind of hard. He was <laughs> getting at him, and then Wyclef had heard enough. All right, he was protecting, you know, his investment here, and he jumped in with what's Clef? What's Clef? Got to do <laughs> to do with it. Well, we're about to find out what he's got to do with it. Uh, what's Clef? Here we go. I need help. I got the scully to my face. I got the scully to my face, right? What you thought? It wasn't gonna be no retaliation. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. You called my name four times on the record. <laughs> Y'all, return to Jack, the Ripper. What? Nigga, please, I'm gonna push you further back than your airline receipts. New York City, don't get it confused. Your song will last as long as your part in Crush Groove. Body moves, the battle is bullets, the lesson. You write about being a veteran, but not a legend. Back from the war with 32 medals of honor. You claiming underground, but never been to Barbito the Barber. Give me them medals back. Since you forgot how to rap, call DJ Bobcat and ask him where the more records at. Like Channel 5 Karate, my kick is gonna reach ya. A new episode where the student kills the teacher. Any last words before I send you to your dream? Hold my hands and pray at the Sarata Musta King. Bismillah, Rahman, Nirahim. You don't got knowledge yourself, so you don't know what that means, alright? Who souped you up to do the record in the first place? It lactates. You get the gas face like third base. LL stands for licking Lior, licking Lighty, licking Lyles, licking Labels, licking Abors. Wow. Alright. <laughs> That uh, that crush groove line was hard. Have you seen the film? It was a short cameo, you know. But uh, hey, went to bad for his man. Ain't that what you want? You know, just for cannabis to turn around. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. Well, but. this is what happened. So LL put out this record, LL Don't Lose, which is like, all right, you don't have to get the last word. <laughs> now he's doing Wyclef. Uh, and right. you know this is the moment according to jesse where it was like all right you already won like enough this is overkill now okay so well, let's uh, hear ll don't lose all right there we go we'll talk some more about the record stupid <laughs> did you see that video nigga fuck wrong with you like you don't you don't know what you got to do with it like you you fucking insane or something fucking whack ass niggas your faggots is weak starstruck niggas think shit is sweet that busy signal bullshit is dead up in the street heard that garbage doja it made me reminisce of when i heard your man's whack shit and went to take a piss jealous faggots man because i'm richer than y'all when i load my densities i'm picturing y'all on the streets of queens where i was raised and born hardcore it stood on every corner like a liquor store it's full of hollow tips follow loose lips aim it at your click and make Cough up my shit, bitch. Your niggas wanna see if I'm ill. Wanna see how many rappers can get killed. See how much blood can spill when I inject this lyrical drill. If I can't do it, the dumb dumb twill. Tell that nigga to tell his man to tell that nigga. I send the wolves to kill that nigga. If you wanna know why, Is it that serious, LL? And I mean two F words? Alright, already in this. Listen. Time to play the game! They were playing the game, all right. Triple H, hip hop homophobia. I mean, listen, it, we, there's more to talk about. On they this were trying record. to figure out who the gay rapper was, you know. That was <laughs> right. What was going on? 
Yeah, it was a lot of finger pointing, you know? And the chief suspect apparently was a nine-year-old Asher Raw. <laughs> you know what's funny about this concept of the gay rapper? It's the singular. Like, they thought it was only one. Like, do they know how gayness works? There's more than one gay person in probably anywhere, you know? So it's like the gay rapper. It's like... I'm sure it originated with, like, a blind item about, like, oh, a very popular rapper is gay, and it would be the first major you know, rapper to come out if it was revealed. Obviously, we're more progressive now, but it's just very funny that, like, that was the kind of, like, nobody wants to be the gay rapper, you know, God forbid, you know? Yeah. Um, All right, well, listen, LL, stop kicking this man when he's down, especially knowing how the beef started, okay? Um, It it just, you, you completely overreacted, in my humble opinion. Um... The whole yeah, thing is an overreaction. And, like, you know, the I snatched the mic from your arm. Like, who cares? No, he didn't even snatch it. He borrowed it. He was a fan right. of LL. He liked the tattoo. He was thinking about getting one just like it. Like, it wasn't supposed to be like, yo, give me that. You don't need it or you don't know what to do with it. It was like, yo, let me borrow that real quick because we both hip-hoppers and we, we love hip-hop enough to get a mic tattoo. Let me borrow it and Hit show the MJF I'm really- drop, all right, because this... <laughs> I don't know what hip hop you've been. No, it's true. Okay, it's true. I gotta hit the drop. I'm gonna hit it on uh, later again with Hypnitis. Okay, because this man studies hip hop and he loves it and he adores it. And I gotta hit him with you, fucking Mark. You're a total Mark. But yeah, this is this never should have happened. Shouldn't be no second round KO because shouldn't have been no first round. Okay, and. Obviously, this is the one coming into this album, hearing this album for the first time. I knew this song. You you have to know, okay? Narwar. Yes. It was a big hip hop beef. Now I'm not um, I'm not gonna try to say this is one sided. Apparently, like cannabis has been talking about this ever since. Like there's dozens of other songs where he's addressed LL in some shape or fashion or form. It's a vicious so, cycle, you know? Vicious it's kind cycle. of like how game became obsessed with fifty cent, you know? Or how Drake is still attacking Kanye and Pusha T for whatever reason. You know, I mean, at least make it about him being a fucking Nazi. You know, why are we involving Kim Kardashian in this? You know, but anyway, um, yeah. So this record, I got to say, I like it. Having heard it before, but really sitting down and dissecting it. I like it. You know, I like the fire. Uh, it's not I an like, all time great disc record, in my opinion. It's not holding up with the. Um, yeah, no, it's it's not with, that. With the but, real heavy hitters. Yeah, but I just, he came he came to fight, you know, and I, I got to take his side in the beef only because I think, like, he was misunderstood and was, was like, sunned by a bigger rapper who should have shown more grace, you know. But, yeah, so obviously the famous line, you know, in the song, um, what is it? Uh, I got to make sure I quote it correctly, okay, because <laughs> he's already – it's it's been talked about a million times um yeah so the man said okay uh but let me tell you something you might got more cash than me but you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga ass like me you know if he had put emphasis on eat and not ass maybe it would have happened differently because he was like you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga ass like me that makes it sound like you're here to eat ass. But if he would have said, you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga ass like me, like it's eat, like, you know, MC and like, I'm gonna eat you a lot. It was a, it was a, 
it was a phonetic accident. <laughs> okay. But well, uh, like, like I said, in, in the beginning though of this, it's a battle. You have to be very mindful of everything because you, you everything do. is going to get twisted in bad faith. You do. All right. Listen, because I got to bring it back. All right. Uh, you know, as the Nazi one said, cannabis, listen, you got to check your work. Because you do not want to be accused of being gay. Not that that's bad, but we know in 98 in hip hop, they're looking for the gay rapper. They're trying to string him up. It's a witch hunt. And, and, you know, it wasn't accepted. A lot of homophobia was rampant, you know, still is. But especially then you got to look over your work. But uh, yeah, that wasn't the only instance. I mean, Mike Tyson, now, I would never say this to his face because he's a frightening man. But Mike, before you funke yourself again, you might want to think about the stuff you're saying too. The man said, you know, you know, <laughs> come on to me, man. But when you come, man, you got to, <laughs> what? Come on to me? You know, it, it, come up to me, man. Come on, bust that nigga hole. Bust that nigga hole? What's going on in this record? You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. And what's funny is Cannabis had the nerve, a redacted nigga trying to make a living off of this. And I know we not, I, I know we not talking about somebody is a redacted with all these, you know, sus lines you, you've deployed in this record. Okay. It's ridiculous. But they're triple yeah, Mike Tyson, each other, though, you know? They're triple H in each other. They really are. All sorts of hip hop homophobia is flying across this battlefield, man. But, um,. Tyson, I will say, him as a hype man is pretty hype. I can only imagine how it hit in 98. He was still pretty popular, even though he wasn't really winning fights like that no more. You know, he's biting ears more than more than whooping his asses. But he's a good hype man on his record. Like you said, he's all in, you know. Right. And, he, you know, he's like, you know, we warriors, man. When we go into battle, we, we come out or we don't come out at all. You know, you got to come harder than that, man. Like in the second verse, I, I think ironically, it wasn't as hard as the first verse to me. But, um... The first verse has the more specifically weird grievances. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, at least more entertaining in the first verse to me. But, uh, yeah, you know, he forgot what a hardcore artist is. You know, it's like such as myself trained to run 20 miles in soft sand. I'm like, you know, it's I'm getting wrapped up in it. He's bringing in previous beefs because, like, Common and Cube, I see the bitch in you. I'm going to make the world see it too, motherfucker. You know, all this. It's like, listen. I know he didn't want to have to do it, but he he committed. He did it. You know, he's attacking him from a bunch of different angles. You know, you're showing off your body because it sells. Avoid the fact you ain't got skills. You know, he's a sex symbol. He licks his lips. 99% of your fans wear high heels. You know, Ice-T, Kumo D to Jay-Z. All that. You're dripping with whack juice. Like, it's a good it's a good beat. Um, a good beat. A good song. It is a good beat. I actually like the beat, too. Shout out to Mozart. Dramatic. Kind of scary. I might have ducked in 98 hearing this beat, but... Yeah, I like it. I like it. What can I say? You know, and it's not to say I don't like LL or anything, but, you know, in this beef, I'm taking cannabis aside. I'm and, taking uh, LL aside. All right. I'm, well, I'm we know you're an agent. Queens. No, brother. OK. All right. Well, Queens loyalty. Let's chalk it up to that. But yeah. All right. I really ain't got nothing else other than cannabis. Like I said, talking about that's a bitch move, something that a homo rapper would do. Bro, you don't have much room to be saying that. My official take is cannabis is too big of a weirdo to be in a rap beef. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, you know. It's funny because a rap beef, you have, it's a really, it's about who's the coolest. Yeah, if you want to win. I mean, uh, hey, rap, any rappers listening, I'm going to let you know, rap beef ain't really about the bars. It's 
you do what you got to do to win. All right. And, and it's not, it's not going to be in the lyrics. It's it, most times it's don't be a Mark. Think about where you stand in the audience's eyes. If you even have a fighting chance, because like, if you're just not, you know, they'll, they'll make fun of you. It doesn't matter what you say. That's why game never really got the upper hand on 50 because I mean, when he minded his own business and just made good music, that was one thing, but in a beef context, he was too big of a weirdo to ever really get anywhere with that. Right. So eh, don't get in beefs. If you're weird. (laughs) Yeah. What about Hamilton in that barber shop? You know, don't get in beefs. If you're serious Jones, never should have happened. Hamilton and J Cole never should have. That was a one-sided thing. You know what I mean? That was one-sided. It's high school shit. So stay out of it. If you're a weirdo. Those weren't even real beefs. Hamilton has a, uh, afflictions, you know? Like, him and Wale was a real beef. There was mutual distaste, I guess. But a lot of times, this artist just like, well, me and Wale too, me? but we patched it up. Who and Wale? Me. Did you have a beef with Wale? You don't remember the old Mool's Wale beef from the blog <laughs> era? No. I guess you got to no. listen to that new show. Oh, brother. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to talk about it. Yeah, the, the famous Mool's and Wale beef. Oh, brother. Yeah. Uh, folks, I ain't got nothing else. All I know is we have a new lyrical weight champion, at least until the, the Ripper song. Man, shut up. <laughs> we got to pop for lyrical weight champion. That's that's good headassery, is it not? Come on. It's good headassery, but this ain't no champion, okay? It re- it reminds me of a uh, shout out. Shout out to the homie, Christina. In like 2010, I was playing a Hamilton song where he was like, um, he's like, I'm I'm a YouTube legend. And like I never thought of the line until I was sitting in the car with Christina and she was like, I'm a YouTube legend. <laughs> like it's a, you know, we always talk about just repeating something can make it sound ridiculous. And I never thought it was a ridiculous line until she was like, It's the YouTube legend. And I'm like, that is kind of funny. Like it's ridiculous. And especially in 2010, where like nobody's really think like, what? You know, and I never forgot about that. It was a very funny moment where I was brought out of my Hamilton cult bubble and was like, yo, this dude is kind of wacky. But it's like, yeah, lyrical weight champion. Okay, bro. You know? Anyway. That's all I got. Second round KO. Good song. Seven plus. I like it. Very entertaining. Okay. Uh, you want to move on? Yep. All right. Uh, what do we got next here? We uh, got... Yeah. Uh, uh, bye to all the freeloaders and the fucking YouTubers. <laughs> Yeah, sayonara, YouTube. See you at the next fight. Your favorite uh, commentators, Mules and Mel. All right, this has been uh, it's the Katri- YouTube <laughs> Right. Yay! It's the YouTube Legends, Mules and Mel. Okay, live from uh, not HBO. It's our it's RAB Boxing, Rab Boxing. All right. See you next time. Hey, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from, as well as the other Patreon-exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash raprankings. And please, if possible, consider giving us five stars on whichever podcast platform you're listening on to help us continue our journey as hip-hop's first and premier extreme podcast.